Welcome to This Week in Cannabis Science. Every week, I will bring you quick reviews about some of the most interesting and exciting peer-reviewed studies involving cannabis, published exclusively in open-access journals from around the world. This week in Cannabis Science, we will talk about a paper from the Netherlands entitled The Potential of Cannabidiol as a Treatment for Psychosis and Addiction, Who Benefits the Most? A Systematic Review, published in the Journal of Clinical Medicine in July. Schizophrenia is closely related to high levels of dopamine in certain areas of the brain. One of the major issues with schizophrenia is that it's closely related to substance abuse. Treatment is based on reducing levels of dopamine, but unfortunately, two-thirds of the patients don't respond well to this kind of treatment. The authors believe that if you're talking about neurological activity, for instance, cognition, motor function, sensory processing, reward, emotions, then you want to involve the endocannabinoid system in this talk. Why? Because when we modulate the endocannabinoid system with phytocannabinoids, we can elicit some symptoms which are very similar to the symptoms experienced by schizophrenia patients. For example, administering THC to some people may lead to hallucinogenic and or psychotic events. What's more is that a few epidemiological studies have established that cannabis increases the risk of developing schizophrenia, and that recent studies have unveiled that schizophrenia patients have a very active endocannabinoid system. In addition, the endocannabinoid system also plays roles in addiction, which brings substance abuse to mind. So, the endocannabinoid system is central to neurological science, and thus, it constitutes a good candidate for pharmacological interventions. I was quite shocked to know that cannabis use is quite prevalent among patients suffering from schizophrenia, which in turn is associated with poor medication adherence, severity of symptoms, and high risk of relapsing. Through the literature, the authors knew that CBD counters the effect of THC in different situations, and thus they were pondering if CBD can be used as an antipsychotic agent. So, they scanned the scientific literature in PubMed for recent clinical trials where CBD was investigated for the treatment of psychosis disorders and substance abuse. Through their investigations, the authors concluded that CBD, either as a monotherapy or added to regular antipsychotic medication, improved symptoms in patients with schizophrenia, with particular promising effects in the early stages of the illness. Most studies provided evidence for the potential of CBD as an antipsychotic treatment. Remarkably, higher CBD plasma concentrations were associated with lower psychotic-like symptoms. They also checked clinical studies where CBD was assessed as a therapeutic agent against cannabis dependence and concluded that CBD reduces behavior relevant to addiction such as craving and withdrawal in almost all studies. They also mention about a clinical study investigating the use of CBD against tobacco addiction, but that paper did not indicate that CBD was effective against craving withdrawals from nicotine. The authors throw in some suggestions regarding standardization of administration modes and doses, which is an old request from the scientific community, and they also suggest that future clinical trials disclose the origin of the extracts, whether they are from hemp or cannabis, which is a really important and bona fide request to make. Now, there are a number of genomic studies suggesting that genetics play a role in how we respond to THC, and just last week, a Toronto-based company launched a genetic test to help consumers gauge THC-induced psychosis and schizophrenia. This is a rant that the paper did not bring about, but I'm not going to miss this opportunity. I am certain 
that these and future clinical trials investigating the relationship between cannabis and neurological disorders would benefit immensely if we could learn from the genetic makeup of patients. I think this is a significant gap that needs to be covered in our understanding of medical cannabis for the treatment of schizophrenia and other diseases associated with dopamine imbalances, such as Parkinson's disease. I hope you enjoyed this week's article. I'll see you next week with another cannabis research paper. Ciao! Cannabis Science Podcast is brought to you by Vancouver Co-op Radio, 100.5 FM CFRO, the station that believes in social justice. Thank you for tuning in to the Cannabis Science Podcast. If you like what you've heard, we'd be ecstatic if you give us a five-star review and help spread the word about the show. Or, as a free gift, share the show with a cannabis-curious friend. It would really help us out.